Thanks for tapping into The Shift is Real, a podcast where we have casual conversations about growth, discuss stories of personal transformation, and share moments of insight. I'm your host, Tiffany Wright. I'm so grateful to have you on this journey and excited to talk about these shifts. So let's get into it, y'all. Please be advised, explicit language may be used. Hey, y'all. Thanks for tapping into another episode of The Shift is Real. I'm your host, Tiffany Wright, and I'm so grateful and excited to have this space and share these shifts with you. Today, I have a very special guest, my closest, Janae. I'm so excited to have her on for this conversation. And the series that we're focusing on right now is Travel and Transformation, discussing stories of shift and transformation that's happened through the impact of travel. So y'all, I want to introduce y'all to my sis. I mean, she's creative. I love how connected she is to music. She is a visionary. When she is focused, she is focused. She's fun. She pushes you. She loves you. She keeps you in check. Um, And she's just an all-around hella dope human being. Janae Carter, y'all. She's an ambitious entertainment executive with a passion for great music and Black culture. Born and raised in California, she's the founder of 3-5 Management and the current EVP slash GM of Building Our Empire, also known as BOE, which is a global entertainment agency with a record label division, management firm, and media company. Before joining BOE, she served as day-to-day manager for a Grammy Award-winning artist, was a director at a national nonprofit media company, and worked in local government. She now resides in Los Angeles, California, when she is not touring the world with an artist, making her impact in the world. Y'all, welcome, 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 my sis. How you doing today, sis? Hey. <laughs> How are you? I am excited to have this conversation. Yes. You know, just just two sisters having conversation about travel and transformation. Let's do it. That's all. Black girls travel. Listen, because we do. Um, I want to start off with asking you, um, why is travel important to you? Um. Travel is important because you only learn so much about yourself in the context of like where you were born or raised and you lose the opportunity to tap into aspects um, of yourself spiritually. And if, if you're never exposed to things outside of like your norm. So travel opens that door for you to learn from other cultures um, to learn from other people, to see things, to, you know, the history of places. Um, that's why travel is important. Okay, y'all, that might be all we need for today. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I definitely appreciate that, especially the history piece, because, I mean, it is a thing of semantics, but I always feel like travel is different than vacation. Yeah. 
Okay, what's the difference? So for me, when I think of traveling, I am also including the experience of getting to know the history or the culture of Mm -hmm. the place or like really immersing myself in it beyond just like, oh, I'm just trying to feel good or just Mm -hmm. trying to go on some excursions. I mean, I think like there's always a place for that. But when Mm -hmm. I think of travel, I think of it more as like, uh, a holistic experience that you're having when mm-hmm. you're going somewhere, right? So, like, For you're sure. you're trying the food. Like I said, you're um, really getting into the culture, understanding, getting connected to the history, you know, mm-hmm. really learning how to, like, respect the land of wherever you are. For sure. Um, and maybe you have more of an experience of wanting to take away something more than just like, I just want to feel good, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, So I I really love that. So for you, what has been um, a place that you visited that has left an uh, impact on you and has transformed you in some way that we could talk about today? Um, A lot of places have for different reasons are, I guess, for at different seasons of my life, mm-hmm. they've meant something or, you know, transformed me in a different way. Um, I think the most profound would be a trip I took last year um, to Tulum. Okay. Um, I know it's cliche. Everyone's like, oh, okay, Tulum. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> you know, it's the, it's the new Vegas of right. Mexico right yes, now. Yes, yes. Um, but I would definitely say Tulum. I went last November. Um, and not, it's not just a place, but I think it's also the only trip, international trip I've taken alone. Oh, it was your first solo trip? That's my first solo trip. Oh my gosh! (laughs) So that... I feel sentimental. I didn't know that. (laughs) So that... Okay. In the context of, um... Like I said last night, because I knew we were doing this mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. made my list. So, including the U.S., I've been to 31 countries. Okay, but it was going specifically to Tulum by myself. Um, even like trying to figure out what to do mm. while I was there, it's usually always like a, a compromise between mm-hmm. whoever you're traveling. Right. Like, what sort of things are they right. into? Right. Like, what foods do they right. want? I've never gone somewhere and been selfish. Mm. So it was weird to just like our wake up or have a plan and wake up and decide I actually don't want to do something right now. And it was okay <laughs> to not do something right now. Mm. So wow. Was... What did you learn about yourself in that uh, experience? Or, or what became even more magnified, I guess, for you? Um more magnified as I'm a creature of habit. Mm. So do tell, how did that show up in the trip? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so when I went, I was nervous about going and almost changed the destination and go somewhere else because the forecast said it was going to storm the entire time I was there. You went during hurricane season? I went during okay. hurricane season. <laughs> Um, but I mean, it's the tropics. So right. you know that if you look at 
the weather. It may say it's raining exactly. the entire time. And that may have been 20 minutes of mm -hmm. the day. Mm -hmm. Or that might have been two straight hours right. and the rest of the day was perfectly right. fine. Um, but I went anyway. Um, creature of habit um, in the sense of... So in Tulum, trying to find food, I wouldn't say was the easiest hmm. um, because of where I stayed. Okay. Like you had... Like everything is catered to like if you if you're in one of the resorts right. or you're along the beach. Right. In the hotel and, zone. In the hotel yeah. zone. Right. Um, but I had an Airbnb mm -hmm. away from air, um, hotel zone. Mm -hmm. Um mainly around me were a lot of condos and um like boutique hotels. Mm -hmm. And I when I started looking up food, I was looking at Yelp and even the fact that I'm looking at Yelp right. and not having conversations yeah. with people like and asking them like, oh, okay, you know, like what's around here? Right, it's good right. to eat. Um, that was another habit because mm. um, globally, like Yelp is my friend. Mm -hmm. um, I want to see pictures mm -hmm. and not the restaurant's pictures, mm -hmm. but like what do people post right. in their you. reviews? Um, so I found this restaurant on Yelp and I'm searching through uh, people that have photos um, on their profile for their reviews. So I'm looking for black girls take on food. <laughs> I'm looking for black girls I take on food. Too. So I find this girl <laughs> and she's talking about this Thai place. And for anybody that knows me, so I went to this place and I eat the, I, when I went and I sent everybody pictures, I was like, here you go. Anywhere you go, you're going to find that Thai. <laughs> But it's true, like, yeah, again, true. creature habit. But the way she talked about this Pad Thai and her drinks, I was like, okay, I have to go here. Um, but everything she said was true. Mm -hmm. It was probably, like, I'll say my second best Pad Thai that I've had. Well, I think I know what your first. Do you? In L.A.? No. Oh, okay. The best Pad Thai I've ever had Um is in London. It's oh. right outside of Shortage. I can't think of the name. It's saved in my Yelp. Okay, of course, <laughs> of course, of course. So you found yourself doing things that you normally would do. Mm -hmm. Now, what did you do that was outside of your comfort zone when you were there by yourself? Outside of my comfort zone, when I was on the beach, I met this guy. Mm -hmm. We hung out. Um, but he didn't stay in Tulum. He stayed in Playa. Oh. But he came to Tulum for his day off, just like get away. Right. He works at a hotel. Gotcha. Um, and he said, you know, he wanted to like spend time away and not have to run into like guests that he's mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. you know, met right. while traveling. Um, and he invited me to come spend the day with him in Playa. So outside of my norm, it was like, okay, here's this random man I just met in a foreign <laughs> country. He could be kidnapping me as soon as I get there. <laughs> um, but we hung out for a day, bar hopped, and it was just—it was just really—it was like a really just dope friendship yeah. that built. Yeah. Um, took me to places that you know, like oh, you 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 never find this on Yelp, like mm, making fun of me, right, right. Um, but it was dope. Like that was definitely outside of my norm, and I love that especially about solo travel because i feel like when you go somewhere with people you're more likely to just stick Same. with those people Absolutely. and you're less likely to open up yourself to 
meeting other people mm-hmm. or going off the beaten path, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're usually trying to compromise, like you said, what other people want to do. And that's one reason that I love solo travel because even what you're saying about like, oh my gosh, she could have like kidnapped me or something like that. I think U.S. media does a really good job mm-hmm. at like really instilling fear mm-hmm. in U.S. folks about everywhere in the world. I mean, For sure. definitely Mexico, clearly. But let's be clear. I want your listeners to be aware that no, Mexico think, is still cartel. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but but Tulum is, Tulum is yeah, very different. No, for sure. <laughs> absolutely. I was just in Mexico for a couple of weeks, so very clear in that. But I'm just saying, in general, I feel like, um, yes, there's a lot of dangers in this world. Mm-hmm. But I have found that people are much more nicer and welcoming and kind than media would have you believe. Absolutely. Right? Like, no matter where I've gone, I'm all, especially as a person that frequently travels solo, Mm -hmm. not saying negative stuff doesn't happen to people. Mm -hmm. I have just always been able to have these experiences where people could tell that I'm alone. It's not like they're trying to take advantage of me, mm-hmm. but it's like, hey, come sit with us, come mm-hmm. eat with us. You know, are you doing something? Like, you can come, you know, whatever, whatever, you know. Um, and I think that, at least for me, I have the tendency to be uh, very to myself sometimes. So mm-hmm. if I'm at least for some reason, like in the States, if I go to like a big group party, something like I'm probably going to be like kind of quiet until I like feel like being my Tiffany-ish self, (laughs) right? (laughs) But like going somewhere else, um, I'm still cautious clearly, but I just feel more comfortable just like kind of just being out there. I don't know. It's it's made me um, be comfortable in connecting with people because I feel like here sometimes I have to be like so like what's going on what do people want you know because I don't know I guess my experience in LA is like people be focused on getting something Mm -hmm. or being something or doing something or you know bigging themselves up or like wanting to be a center of attention or something some some bullshit whatever right. but like when i go other places like people just be like genuine like i just want to live mm-hmm. and enjoy life and mm-hmm. be free and um saying that i'm like uh so many times and I, I don't get me wrong i love la yeah and i love the community i've built here um but one of the things that does bother me about here is when you're out and you're like being social and meeting people, the first question that they ask is, what, what do you do? do? What do you do? <laughs> what do you do? Right. And so many times yeah. I'm like, hi, I'm Janae. Right. Like, I'm a whole ass person. <laughs> Outside of what I do. Like, right. do you want to get to know me or do Absolutely. you want to get to know what I might give you access to? Right. And when you travel, people ask different. you, what are you here for? Yes. Are you on holiday? Yes. That's the first question. (laughs) So they're asking you questions about your purpose and intention, Mm -hmm. whereas, you know, Mm -hmm. what do you do? It's like, okay, how how are you defining yourself? Mm -hmm. Um, What are some of the other things that you realized when you took this trip? Um, 
that not being tapped into work gives me anxiety. So, so you feel day, anxious when you're not working. I feel extreme anxious when I'm not working. Oh. And um, it also was timing. So I went, um, we were in the, I went on vacation in the middle of us doing a rollout for a single. Mm. Um, and at this, this, this interaction that I'm talking about meeting mm-hmm. this guy on the beach I didn't realize until I went, but I'd already reserved like my space on the beach mm-hmm. to be there. So I'm not canceling. Mm-hmm. I just paid money to, mm-hmm. to go here. Right, right. But I, when I got there, I realized their Wi-Fi was trash. I have a call, ske- a, a, a Zoom scheduled for work. Um, the Wi-Fi is not working. In my mind, everything at home is on fire. Mm. And I'm not you know, tapped in to at least attempt to put anything right. out. Mind you, nothing happened. Right. <laughs> but in my but mind, the, what I'm yeah, building up in stuff. my mind um, is, you know, what's going to happen if I didn't leave something for, like, you know, my team to mm-hmm. have access to it mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. they can't find something. And, like, you know, all of this was going right. through my mind and I'm off of Wi-Fi and I'm going to be off of Wi-Fi for the next four hours. Mm. So even, like... I just Four hours. Four hours. And it, it drove me. I think this is why I drunk so much. <laughs> to make up for the fact that, like, um, so, yeah, I found out that, like, not being tapped in or at least knowing that I'm reachable gives me at least a bit more ease. Interesting. But being, not being, a, not being uh, in a position for somebody to reach me. Right. To do whatever my role is for them um, definitely gives me anxiety. So once you realize that, did that create like a change in anything or it was just like, oh, I realize this. Well, no, I got to make sure I got to, I always got Wi-Fi. It just made me acknowledge it. Okay. It didn't change anything. (laughs) (laughs) It it, it definitely didn't change anything. but I I know that in traveling period that um, I guess lead to ease the anxiety prior to traveling. I, I try to do a better job of like making sure everyone has whatever from me mm. prior to like being away or knowing like I'm going to be on like uh, actually no I take this back. The same thing happened um, the first time I went to Europe. Mm. So the length of that flight. In the plane that we were on, the Wi-Fi was not working. Hmm. And the, yeah, again, anxiety. Yeah. But when you went on this trip, what was the purpose of this trip? Um, the, the Tulum. The purpose of Tulum was I had uh, I had some time free. Um, and I had some miles from the airline that were going to expire mm-hmm. by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And it was like either go now or... Got it. Lose them. Um, and I wanted, you know, I'm, it's always been on my bucket list to do a solo trip. Okay. Okay. Why? I think for all the reasons that, like, I realized, like, going somewhere and being able to dictate what the itinerary would be. Gotcha. gotcha. Um, are, you know, going somewhere and... Just sit. I, I enjoy people watching. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
he gave me the opportunity to do that. Um, yeah, just aimlessly explore. Mm-hmm. Um, and we used to call, I used to do um, on Sundays um, in Oakland, just, you know, casually go places mm-hmm. with no no timeline to start and I'd go to like Berkeley mm-hmm. with Jasmine and walk around and it would just be like our our self, we call it like self-care Sunday mm-hmm. and do absolutely nothing and walk mm-hmm. into shops and look at things and like, this trip brought back pieces of that. Mm-hmm. Of like, literally, just I would go choose a different area that I was right. going to go walk around and didn't know anything that would be there, but, you know, open to explore. So it sounds like it actually helped you reconnect to a certain aspect of yourself that you haven't been able to be really connected to in some time. For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. So much of my time is assigned to doing something. For other people. For other people. So after that trip, did it impact like you at all in terms of taking more time for yourself? Or... Um, no, no. I wouldn't say taking more time, but building in time mm. and being, um, I guess, more diligent about like creating small spaces for myself. So even if it's like, so one of the things that I do ritually is um, when I wake up, I just try to like be still and have my tea. Amen. And like my tea time is like my me time. Mm-hmm. And I do it to start my day and I do it to end my day. Yeah. Um, so doing that, um, I find myself building in time throughout the week to sit in color. Yes. <laughs> so like yes. that's. Um, which I did a lot of in Tulum, like when it was stormy, it did storm, Okay. but uh, knowing that, like I took my, um, coloring book, I took my coloring book, I took my, um, my switch to play video games. Like it was like, okay, if I, if I go and I'm stuck in inside Mm -hmm. while it is storming, Mm -hmm. you know, what am I going to do at that time other than sleep? Yeah. And I think that that's great because, um, it's interesting to me how travel can help you reconnect with yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what it is about being in another place that sometimes you do something in another place that you wouldn't necessarily do at home. Or, like, you might not give yourself as much time and space. Um, and so I think that... Um, just a reminder that it's important for you to build in space mm-hmm. or time for yourself to just do little things. Because mm-hmm. um, I know you have a demanding life. <laughs> just a little bit. Um, I think a lot of it, um, and I'm privileged in that way. Mm-hmm. Like I spend, granted, you know, given COVID and just given where we are in like um, our cycle um, right now, it's it's more of an off year. It's more of like a downtime. Mm-hmm. But when I'm on, I have the privilege of, you know, traveling the world. Mm-hmm. Like that's I'm always somewhere. Right, right. Um, but I think what traveling does do when you say like, you know, you do you learn things about yourself. Traveling for work, you learn a lot about yourself too. When it's you think not, so? Absolutely. When it's oh. not just vacation. I think what it is is things. So, like, mm-hmm. when people talk about, like, living a simple life and, like, 
not being attached to so many things, mm-hmm. like physical things, like just things in our apartment mm-hmm. right. or in our house. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're traveling, it's literally you and whatever you took with you. Mm. And so being in like a brand new hotel room every day and not being able to like fill your time aimlessly, like with things in your house mm. or you're not filling your time with needing to do the dishes or mm. needing to you That's know clean or run errands or the time you have, you're, you're more conscious about what to do with it when you do have time mm. away from like actually working. Mm. Um, so yeah, you, you definitely learn a lot about yourself. Just And so it, it also sounds like you end up kind of getting insight into what you're attached to. Absolutely. I've become, interesting. I spent the end of 2018 or say like, August 2018 through January 2020 on the road. And coming back made me purge half of my life. Really? And I still feel like, I was just having this conversation with a friend yesterday. I was like, I still have a lot more to go. Mm -hmm. But we create these attachments to things that serve little purpose, are um i even got sorry i got addicted you know traveling again you end up watching a lot of tv Mm -hmm. so like i got on this youtube series of not youtube um netflix series about like simplifying your life and everything in your life having a purpose Mm -hmm. and a place Mm -hmm. um but coming off of the road and 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 into quarantine and having like that space and time made me like look at the things that i own and possess like why do I even have this anymore? Mm-hmm, <laughs> this mm-hmm. can go. Right. Or even like uh, having days where you land and you need to unpack, wash, and, and get back out. Um, and if I didn't miss anything mm-hmm. in that time, like why do I even have it? Mm-hmm. Like- <laughs> yeah, no, those are really good points. I think, especially for me, I am team carry on. Do not like checking in bags. That's my new thing. <laughs> One, because of of this thing that you're saying, like I feel like it's not necessary for me to have all this shit. Mm-hmm. Like if there's something that I really need that I can't bring, I could fucking just buy it wherever mm-hmm. I am. Mm-hmm. I think the longest that I've been away with just a carry-on and a backpack was seven weeks when I was in South Africa. You did seven weeks with the carry-on? Yeah. I just had a carry-on and a backpack. That's it. Oh, okay. I, I want to get to that point. I want but it, it was just the thing of if, like I said, if there was something I wanted, mm-hmm. I could buy it there. One, two. I usually stay at places where, like Airbnb, so I usually wash my clothes, whether mm-hmm. I'm hand washing, which happens in most countries and other places, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or if there's like a laundry facility or something like that, hang dry the stuff. Um, but yeah, I just end up washing it. Now, I think that that's harder for people who travel to stunt for the gram, right? Like mm-hmm. they have to take stuff that's like really nice and fancy and all this shit. Mm-hmm. I'm not that kind of person. Um and I don't think anything is wrong with that. You do have to check stuff in because you're taking more clothes, more shoes, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that 
realizing that people in most countries live with a lot less. Mm -hmm. They absolutely do. Made me realize how much in excess Mm -hmm. we are. I mean, everything from our apartments to our homes, to our cars, Mm -hmm. to our portion sizes of food, Mm -hmm. to the amount of clothes that we have. Like, we just have so much shit. Mm -hmm. And I think that learning how to travel with a carry-on has made me realize, like, there's only really so much that you really need. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't need extra. And then I end up coming home sometimes, like, always wanting to, like, declutter (laughs) or Mm -hmm. always wanting to release stuff. Because I'm like, I was totally fine with just having this little bit. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is something that travel has always helped me realize is, like, I have more attachment to experiences and the joy and the peace and like the epiphanies that I have from traveling. Uh And like, those are the things that to me matter so much more than life than just having a whole bunch of shit. Mm -hmm. Like ain't nothing wrong with shit and having nice shit, but it's just like. When you think back on times in your life that brought you joy, you don't say like, oh, remember when I bought that shirt? You think I mean, of, so maybe somebody. Somebody Maybe may, somebody, but, but not me. I don't me. think that's the first thing yeah, that, like, you, that comes exactly. to mind about joy and like happiness. You Absolutely. think about like, you may, that shirt, you may have been wearing that shirt <laughs> when you were with someone right. like, doing this thing. But it, it, again, yeah, it is the experiences that actually yeah. mean something. Not yeah. The thing that you wore to it. And I want to go back to um, just even you bring up the point of when you were, were in Tulum and being able to do what you wanted when you wanted it. Mm-hmm. Um, how is that different from how you actually live your life? Um, when I'm free from work, I do do whatever I want, mm-hmm. but working so much means that I usually use my free time doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I am hmm. on the road, I want, I think hmm. traveling makes me feel, I was, I was just telling somebody too, I want to be more of a tourist where I live. Yes. Yes. But there's something that being gone makes you tap into, but what if I never get back here again? Right. And it makes you approach that space differently. That is so true. Because it's like, it's going to be there. Like, you could always return to that place. Mm -hmm. That, you know what? But at home, you take it for granted. You take it for granted. Like, when people come visit, they're like, oh, my God, I want to go to, you know, fill in the tourist right. Um, especially in LA yeah, yeah especially in LA but I think we we have to have like that same sense of like exploration where we I live agree. too because I agree you can spend every weekend this year doing something in LA and never check off everything if you approached it that's in LA. true I mean I have experienced people coming out here and telling me things that they did and I'm like oh I didn't even know that existed mm-hmm. I saw it on Instagram I saw it here I'm like <laughs> oh I don't know but we Tiffany, have you been here nope I haven't and I think like that is uh that is actually a really profound statement um just in life when we're comfortable 
in circumstances, we mm-hmm. take for granted the opportunities that exist, like beyond our comfort zone, mm-hmm. right? And it's like being somewhere else, it puts you out of your comfort zone. So you have more enthusiasm to be open and more enthusiasm to mm-hmm. like explore. But what would that mean if you just embodied that in your life mm-hmm. every day? Because you said like during your downtime, you do nothing, right? Mm-hmm. During your downtime when you were in Tulum, were you doing nothing or were you out? Only when it rained. Mm. While it was raining, I did do nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, I took my fire stick with me <laughs> so I could, you know, right. watch American TV. Right, right. Um, I colored and, you know, chilled. I journaled a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it wasn't raining. You was doing shit. Out. Taking advantage of life. Um, I had a list of restaurants that I found that I wanted to try. Um I went to the pyramids mm. and saw those, um, spent time on different beaches. Mm-hmm. Um, what else did I do? Um, I didn't go to the sea notes. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to, um, that was one thing that I wish I had been with people because some of the tour guys, like when you pull up to it, you're like, eh. yeah. I went to one. I was like, I don't feel comfortable going by myself. Yeah. So that that didn't end up happening. Yeah. But Um, you were in full explorer mode. Yeah. Definitely. Do you think, so let's use your phrase of one season, off season. Mm -hmm. When you're in off season, now you're in off season ish. Do you feel like you create space for exploration for yourself? No. I won't say the space isn't there. The Mm -hmm. space is there. Mm -hmm. Um, You just don't feel motivated. I don't. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't feel motivated. Yeah, which is is interesting. I think that there's um, one thing that I've learned in travel because I definitely always used to be that person that, um, okay, let me go explore everything. Like, I want to go to all the museums. (laughs) I want to go to the historical spots. I want to go to this. I want to do excursions. Um, And so, like, the idea of going somewhere and just relaxing, like, that was never a thing for me. Like, I was always doing something. And so I had to learn the balance between, like, giving myself space for exploration and giving myself space for rest because I found that, it was just a different form of productivity, Hmm. right? Like you're still doing something. And then, you know, there's this notion that um, taking a vacation from your vacation or needing Mm -hmm. to like, right? Like people, Uh because people go somewhere and they do so much shit. You need a vacation when you get back. And then you like tired when you get back. And so you didn't have any restoration or any, you know, um, kind of like just, chill release kind of space right and Mm -hmm. so I've learned to find that balance and that's the same thing home like I can tend to be a homebody sometimes but because I do also like doing stuff like I give myself space to like sometimes have those restful days and then sometimes go out and explore stuff Mm -hmm. um I started coming back years ago with the idea of like being a tourist and I would say like things that got me into exploring 
you know, my home area was like living social and Groupon and like mm. finding all these like I forget about that. Yeah, <laughs> finding all these deals to like do stuff and I'm Yoke Elite. So uh as Yoke Elite, uh it's just a fancy thing for people who like do reviews a lot and you get like <laughs> invited to like all these private events and restaurant openings and all this stuff. Right. But like they have uh they give us events and stuff to like go to and things to try or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I find all stuff there. And then there's like uh, Instagram pages that I follow for like LA. There's this one called LA Bucket List. And so they're always like Ooh. posting like different activities and things that you send can me, do. Send me some like because I'm yes. not on Instagram right now. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but they have like website too. And okay. so... So I I took that on time ago. And also, the thing of taking what you have for granted, mm-hmm. I think that, as, as you say that, like, that's something that resonates, I think, in life in general, that people can just take things for granted so much. Mm-hmm. And even with travel, in the last couple of years, I've become... Um, more fixated with like national parks because Mm. when traveling especially in Europe I would always meet people they're like oh yeah I'm going to America I'm going to the U.S. and I'm going to take like two to three months to go like Mm. all these like national parks and stuff and I just and I've met so many Europeans that were coming here Mm. to go to our parks Mm -hmm. and it's like I know that there's people who do do that here Mm -hmm. right but a lot of travelers that i know are more excited to just get on a plane and go somewhere Mm -hmm. you know on foreign soil and it's like there's so much here i think for for europeans though like i can only imagine traveling outside of europe and wanting to be outside because Mm -hmm. so much of the year is cold, cold and mm-hmm. rainy and you know things that you do are centered around being inside that's so a good point. you want to take advantage of that's a good point but i mean and we again take like if you live in take la stuff for granted it's always sunny yes. we rarely get rain yes <laughs> so yes. being outside is something we can always do and it's like ah, oh, it'll be there yeah i mean you know even just taking your privileges for granted mm-hmm. right taking access to certain things right like I just came back from being in Playa right mm-hmm. and most of the time you're not you're not supposed to like flush the toilet paper down the mm-hmm. toilets like you're supposed to throw it away right mm-hmm. and um <laughs> which reminded me a lot of being on a tour bus <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's so just fun. like sometimes like little privileges mm-hmm. you know um, that you you take for granted. You might take your time for granted. You might take your health for granted. You take water people running. for granted. You take having access to clean water that uh-huh. you can drink, drink. Uh-huh. right? Granted. For granted, you know. And um, I I think that it's even all of the things that are accessible to us in a grocery store. Yes. Um, I did intend to cook while in Tulum. Mm-hmm. I had like packed my seasonings. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna eat out once a day. I'm gonna eat out once a day. Um, but for like my my other two meals, mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to cook. Right. Going to the grocery store, I was like, oh, 
there this is not really like a gluten-free pescatarian mm. sort of um community yes <laughs> if you will i don't yes. yeah i think i'm gonna end up eating it out got you got you yeah i mean and so i mean even that is like you question like what's what's your comforts mm-hmm. right because you're so used to these things just being with you mm-hmm. um or having access to them i think that going somewhere else and realizing like i mean and we're in la so you know it's all the organic gluten-free vegetarian vegan specialized this <laughs> specialized that For and sure. it's like it's just fucking not that way <laughs> most folks most places you'll you have know. la you'll have the bay and harvey hungry yeah yeah <laughs> yeah no it's it's true um i'm i'm glad to know that you you did have a solo experience so for you so i'm glad to know that you did have a solo experience so for you what would you say were like takeaways that you had from that trip um get comfortable with talking to people even if they're traveling in a group Mm. um you'd be amazed how many people are okay with like welcoming you into their group um other takeaways um know in advance if you're okay with being away from like the the hustle and bustle of a place Mm. um which i was i'm glad that i was um was that surprising to you it was surprising Mm. i love to be somewhere walkable and just be able to be like in the midst of things but Mm. for this particular trip i was actually really okay with being away from it Mm. um other takeaways um explore your own cities that's a that's a big one um and i i guess also just make a list of shit you would do by yourself and commit to it and not don't create like this list of things you want to do mm-hmm. and wait for somebody to be available to do it with you listen because that's the case i'm not doing nothing <laughs> listen I think that that's that's big. I mean, as social creatures, like it's great to do stuff with other people, but I think that a lot of folks don't give themselves permission to live because if they're not doing stuff with other people, they're not going to do it. Mm-hmm. And no, it might not be exactly the same as doing it with someone else, but mm-hmm. like you're going to take time for granted right. if you just assume like you'll have a one day that you can do this with mm-hmm. somebody. I mean, it takes away the opportunity to like reminisce on something that you did in the past, which mm-hmm. that's a really dope feeling. Like mm-hmm. you're able to be like, remember when we did? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. like laugh about it. But there's other but, ways to capture yeah, it. But don't like rob yourself of that same joy that could come from doing yeah. it on your own. Yeah. Because you'll learn a little bit more about yourself when you do something on your own. Absolutely. <laughs> always always and if i think that when you have experiences by yourself and you don't feel like you learned anything then try to be more still Mm -hmm. because you can always learn something by yourself if you're mindful and paying attention you absolutely can always um yeah 
would you do another solo trip? Uh, maybe. If the timing's right, mm-hmm. I think I got what I needed out of doing one. Mm-hmm. Which was um, what? To prove to myself that I'm okay with um, exploring a foreign country by myself. Um, to build an itinerary all on my own mm-hmm. and be okay with it changing because just because. Mm-hmm. Um, also having days where I didn't plan absolutely anything. Mm-hmm. You have quite a bit of takeaways. I I think I did. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did. It was it was a good. It was a really great experience. Um, great. Highly recommended. Someone wants to do something solo. That's like it's a great place. Yeah. Um, solo, you do have to be more aware of um, choosing a place that's safe. Absolutely, absolutely. My first solo trip was Bali. Oh wow, that feels even more nerve wracking. Why? Well, let, okay. Let me ask. Do they speak English there? Yes. Okay. Then never mind. Yeah. I knew that wherever I went solo by myself, I wanted to go somebody spoke English. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I mean, definitely um, finding what you're comfortable with and your limitations when you're stepping outside your comfort zone. Yeah. I don't think I have it in me to go somewhere that is non-English speaking solo. Well, I mean, Spanish, the primary language, I mean, Mexico, the primary language is Spanish. Primary, but, you know, all travel reviews are, you can get by speaking English. English. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which is a lot of places, though. I mean. It is. It we're is. privileged in that way. Yeah. No, for sure. I, I definitely think um, Italy had to. Um, have some basic Italian mm. and and have Google Translate on deck because <laughs> because they hate Americans being privileged and like do you speak English like that you <laughs> Italy right can you speak Italian <laughs> I'm with it but yeah yeah Japan we have to have a translator oh can imagine that can imagine that definitely came in handy yeah. Well, thank you so much, sis. I really appreciate it. Um, I think some of the the takeaways that you shared that really resonate with me is def- something that you just kind of mentioned at the end was giving yourself permission to not overplan. Mm-hmm. I think that especially if you are like a working professional and you're in an urban setting you're so used to productivity you're so used to planning (laughs) you're so used to like having so much going on that sometimes even if you're like a exciting person like you don't realize you could be more rigid than you think you are Mm -hmm. and like what it means to just like surrender and like let the day happen. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that that is really, really magical. And that can say a lot about yourself and like just how you live life. And then definitely for sure, um, just even being able to see how comfortable you are being somewhere by yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, to just check in like, how does this feel or what would this be like for me? I think that that is really amazing because you never really know your limits until you explore them. <laughs> you explore them and people don't always give themselves opportunity to explore, right? Which leads to the last thing is like 
being open to exploring and not just taking things for granted. Um, I think that that's really important. So thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yay. All right, y'all. Well, that's the end of today's episode. Well, y'all, that's the end of today's episode. I hope that you got something from it. Thank you so much for your support. Please make sure to like, follow, subscribe, share this with a friend. I am accessible via my website, www.livethebelife.com. You can feel free to shoot me an email. If you want to subscribe to my newsletter, I send out newsletters once or twice a month. I'm on Instagram and Twitter handle at the T-H-E underscore B-E underscore life. Also have a Facebook page. All my products are available online on Amazon, but they're also listed on my website. Hope that you move forward in your day, in your week, feeling connected to yourself and grounded. Hope that you just stay aware of the shifts that are going on within and around you because they're always happening. Don't forget, seek to shift, seek to grow, seek to be you. Until next time, be well.